Hello everyone and welcome back to Real Talk. My name is Sophia Bender and here with me today is Grace Manin and Jordan Owens and we are going to be talking about the author Cassandra Clare. So Cassandra Clare has written the series The Mortal Instruments and a prequel series to that series called Infernal Devices and then The Dark Artifices which the third book, the final one, just came out a month ago. She's also written like the Magnus Chronicles as a whatchamacallit a companion book and something else and she's also collaborated on a couple like companion books with other authors that are kind of real irrelevant to this conversation so there's also that. We're mostly going to be talking about her stuff that she's written by herself so, for Sophia, this. What will we um, be so today? we'll be discussing <laughs> how much I really don't like her, and how much Jordan and Grace really do. Yes. Um, and the basis for both for the two opinions. Now, Cassandra Clare first started out writing fan fiction for Harry Potter, um, if you didn't know that. And basically, she was really well known for this one story where she put Ginny and Draco together. And if you, And just ignore the judgment in my voice for that pairing, because it's not relevant. But that fan fiction book and or story and I believe it had sequels eventually turned into the mortal instruments with shadow hunters and Clary and Jace so I'm like so even though Sophia calls me a Cassandra Clare lover I'm just not a Cassandra Clare hater so I don't really overly love her and I don't really overly love the mortal instruments series either and like Sophia said you can obviously see where some parts of it came from the Harry Potter series. Like, for example, Clary has red hair, and, um, and Jace the is same, like, like yeah, same. And, they just have the same everything. It's not just looks. They yeah. have really similar personalities. Yeah, like Jace is all and dark then, and brooding, just like Draco. And you're like, oh, hello, Draco Malfoy. I didn't know I'd be seeing you again here. Yeah. And then more than that, you can like see like it in the way the world is set up, like. They live in cathedrals, like low-key cathedrals, kind of like the Hogwarts castle. And there's magic and werewolves and vampires. And there's also, like, so that stele they use, it's basically a magic wand. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, like, actually, I don't really support the mortal instruments to begin with because it's kind of, like, got this weird scenario where she, like, wrote fan fiction and then she wrote fan fiction of her own fan fiction because she got a publishing deal for her fan fiction, but you can't publish fan fiction because it's using the world and the people of some other creator. So she essentially like removed all the big telltale markings and made her own book, which became The City of Bones. So that's kind of how that came to be. So I'm actually not a big fan of that entire series for that. That's not reason. to say yeah. that it wasn't successful, just like E.L. James, who start, whose book, the, the Fifty Shades of Grey, started out as fan fiction for Twilight. That's not to say it wasn't I feel like less successful because of it. It just kind of takes away from the originality. Originality and yeah. Uh, there's another word I'm trying to look for. But I feel just like the book isn't as creative. Creative, like to me, it's not as it's a fantasy. Oh, I world can't think without, of the word without proper world building. Yeah. Yeah. For me. I'm I'm a Cassandra Clare lover, but I do kind of agree with the whole like fan fiction. But I've never read Harry Potter, so I'm gonna just like take your word and everything off of it. But I feel like 
at the Mortal Instruments are my like least favorite series by her. I feel like she's one of those authors like at the more she writes, the better I feel like she, the better she gets and everything. Yeah. Like the uh, second series she wrote to me those were the best and those came after the Mortal Instruments. I, I completely agree. I love the Infernal Devices wholeheartedly. Yeah. It's Same. so good. You should read it. The other problem that I have with Cassandra Clare is that she doesn't seem to be branching out. As Jordan said in the beginning, all of the series that she's written after the Mortal Instruments have been in the same world, which yeah. is yeah. great. Sophia makes but, a really good point. Yeah. But, I mean, if you can't branch out from something that you've written, how good of a writer are you? Because you're clearly not very diverse. And it, it's totally valid that she got better through her different writings, and I'd I would hope that if you are a professional writer that you are getting better with each book that you publish. But if you're if you're not changing the the um, world and the setting that you're writing from, that t- definitely takes away from progress that like, you've made. I feel like that's got less to do with the fact that Cassandra Clare isn't an original writer. Like I mean We've already established the fact that she kind of stole her setting off of someone else's setting, but I feel like uh, the main reason why she's so stuck on this one setting is because of how popular it is. Like, I personally think that Cassandra Clare has a lot of creative juices. She's just, well, she's just a really big sellout, in my opinion. So, how you can see this is how in the first series that she wrote, The Mortal Instruments, that was supposed to be a trilogy, but then people liked it so much that she expanded it to a whatever you call a series with six books in it. And so, I'm happy she did that because, like, I like the um, third book in that series, but the um, rest of the books that followed it were much I, better than I kind of disagree with you on that, Jordan. I hated that she does that. Like, I don't know. This is the reason why I don't watch shows. But essentially, I don't like... Like, it's kind of so obvious that she expanded on it just, be, just to... Um, make other people happier like just so it just to milk the money yeah exactly so (laughs) i can't say i'm completely mad at her because i do like the infernal devices a lot and they came afterwards in the same world but at the same time i feel like the main reason why she isn't branching out isn't because she's a bad writer or she lacks creativity but because she is kind of a sellout yeah and that whole like branching out i do agree with that because it seems like if you didn't know that she has more books based in like the same world coming out even after this um last series she just ended a month ago she has more books coming out based in the same world and everything and i feel like that's too much she's based she's she should branch out more that's too much she's overusing this whole shadow hunter world yes and even if she is yes even if she is milking the money cow first with continuing the first series and then branching out more and more, I think it would really say a lot more to our creativity and our abilities as a, as a writer if she completely branched out from um, the Shadow Hunters world and was just as success was just as successful with a different series with different characters with a different setting with a different world. Well, it, it would say it would speak a lot about her writing abilities. If well, she, was, she wouldn't have to be successful with it. She'd just have to like. No, but it would say a lot to her abilities (laughs) if she was just as successful, but with something different. I feel like 
your ability as an author doesn't completely reside on how successful you become because there are a lot of series out there in my opinion that are super successful but in my opinion don't really deserve that recognition like i applaud the authors for like trying and putting their some their selves out there no but i'm just saying because repeated- their book is really successful it doesn't mean it's like the epitome of good young adult writing i i I understand that but i'm saying if repeated success like you got to be doing something right if you're continually um like becoming popular and winning awards and having your um things be made into tv shows and movies but but with different yeah with different Jordan, what do you? What's your opinion? Stop. Like you were saying, like how like you have to be doing doing something right if you can, like repeatedly get these success, this success and everything. I'm saying if that's the case, then isn't Cassandra Clare doing something right? Because like even if it is like something we don't like, it is some, it is something she's doing right if she keeps on making all this money, even if it is you um reusing this setting and this world and all that of it. Well, stuff. because people are reading what they know is good <coughs> they're reading i mean you read the infernal devices because you read the mortal instruments correct like mm-hmm. you w- you're more likely to pick up a book if you already know the premise of the ent- world and that you and that to you it's good that's just like with the cursed child and um, that is a fair point jk rowling Everybody started reading it, including myself, because it's Harry Potter. I mean, if you've read Harry Potter and you're a fan of Harry Potter, you wanted to read The Cursed Child, you were pumped. That doesn't make The Cursed Child good. Yeah. I completely agree with that, because I do get a lot of my reading recommendations off my friends, which shows that it must have some level of success if my friends liked it enough to recommend it to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Cassandra Clare. Oh boy. Um So uh what do you love most about Cassandra Clare, Jordan? Because we've already gone over what we don't like about her. What I love the most is okay, I love the romance in it and I'm just I know, I'm a romantic like I'm not about to say freak. I'm just like I like reading books with like romance in it, even if it is terrible. I still like reading um, books with romance in it and because of that I like reading the mortal instruments and like that whole thing with Clary and Jay's infernal devices the whole thing with those characters and then the new series that she um came out with I liked reading all of that and basically that was everything that w- it wasn't the main thing but it was like the thing that really kept got you. me yeah kept me like reading and everything that's another thing is I can be a sucker for romance sometimes, but for me to really like a book that's that has romance in it, it has to have something else. Like, I can't read straight up Nicholas Sparks. I'm not saying that Nicholas Sparks is bad. I'm just saying I don't particularly like it because it has no backing behind the romance. There's nothing, like, there's no plot if there's no romance. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So the more plot there is behind the romance, the better it is to me. And sometimes Cassandra Clare seems to lack in that department. Where her romance kind of of takes over the story, and there's not really anything there. Um, Like, with City of Bones, I felt it was a lot of 
Clary and Jace, and Clary is just attracted to Jace because he's mysterious and different, and he gets her, which is all really cliche in the first place. And then there's the fact that the plot behind it seems kind of rushed and like, oh, you had this romance, but oh, we had to put something together in the background so that there's something there. And maybe that gets better throughout other series, but it just seemed really rushed. I and kind of disagree yeah, with you. The city I kind of disagree with you on that. I mean, like, I agree with the idea that a book has to have a good plot in order, backing the romance, in order for the romance to be, like, enjoyable. But at the same time, I think Cassandra Clare has really fascinating plots because, um, well, for example, in The City of Bones, I mean, if you only read, like, the first half of it, obviously you wouldn't know very much because she's just, like, being submerged into a world. It's like any other book where someone just suddenly finds out that, oh, my God, there are parts something supernatural. Yeah. But at the same time, like, the more you read it, if you actually read to the second and the third book, like, it gets really plot-centered, and this, that's why I've been reading a lot of Cassandra Clare because all of her books have really, really fascinating plots. I mean, I'm not going to say them because I don't want to spoil, but... <laughs> Just you can really say plots without spoiling propelling. anything, because I'm about to bring up a plot, and I, and I can't spoil it because I have not read the book, and so you can take that at face value, but um, Jordan walked into class the other day with a Cassandra Clare book, and I read the inside cover out of curiosity, and it was, it was basically about two parabatai, and if you don't know what parabatai are, they're like two people who are, like, really close familially-ish way. Parabatai is, like, p- two people who are, like, in our in what we would say, like, best friends, like, very best friends or anything. In the book, they're described as, like, closer than friends, but, like, not as, but not quite family is what she kind of describes it in the book, wouldn't you say? I thought it was right. kind of like and you're a dot, like, your chosen brother. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And... Apparently, the premise for this entire book is that Parabatai can't fall in love romantically, but then, surprise, surprise, they do because it's really predictable. I just thought that really bugged me, and that's kind of what sparked this whole real talk was me reading the inside cover, and I'm like, oh, let me guess. They do fall in love even though they're not supposed to because that's never been done before. That's... Not the entire premise of the book, actually. Yeah. So, there's actually a lot more to that. Like, there's a murder mystery in there, which is why I kept reading. And then, like, they... I don't know. I also really, really love her use of, whatchamacallit, like, um, mythology. Like, particularly Irish mythology, or whatever you call it, Celtic or something? Celtic. Celtic. But yes, she uses quite a lot of Celtic mythology in her newest series, The Dark Artifices, which I don't love as much as... Oops. But which I don't love as much as the infernal devices. Yes. But it's still like, it's still quite propelling, and she's like introduced me to a lot of things that I didn't know before. Like for example, red caps, or like hands of glory, which are hands of murderers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are other things like that that just really keep me reading. It's really the mythology aspect. So I don't know. Maybe that's why I was also. A I don't know. I, when I and think I, about sorry. When I think about mythology, if I want to read good mythology, I read. I mean, I read Rick Reardon, because I know he's going to be good. And, yeah, sometimes there's romance there, but it's very subtle, and it's just, like, I don't know, there's something about the way that some others have done, some others done romance, especially 
Rick Riordan. Like, if I'm going to read mythology, I'm going to read Rick Riordan because it gives me romance and it gives me that action and adventure. And I've got some really great characters who have great dialogue and the characters are really well written and the way the story is told is always, always funny. It's just... I feel like Rick Riordan, like, I love him as well, but I feel like he's more aimed at middle schoolers than high schoolers. Wait, give me an example of, like, a book he's... Oh, like Percy, Percy Jackson. Jackson. Oh, okay. And, okay. like, the Heroes of Olympus. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, but yeah, what was I gonna say? kind of forgot. But anyways, um, I do believe that Cassandra Clare has quite good plots, and not just the mythology aspect of it, but in addition to that, I mean, like, I also do agree that her romance is overboard. Like, I mean, like my friend Rebecca said, she really likes reading Cassandra Clare novels as well, but the thing that both of us kind of do is that whenever it gets to, like, a description of how hot the characters are, we just skim over it. Like, it really cuts down on half the book, I'm not gonna lie. But I do agree with you there. Some parts <laughs> of the book, I when there's, like, a whole long paragraph just describing, like, like this how one, hot someone yeah, is, I'll just, just like, I honestly just like skip I skip it and then just go towards the um go towards like the dialogue and everything rather than like because I, the thing with Cassandra Clare books Clary really bugged me and maybe that's just me but oh, maybe no, that was not just you Clary drove me to yeah absolutely but I mean like that's with like a lot of like a lot of her um I feel like that's with like a lot of the not first person, but, like, main characters and everything. Like, seeing their personality, I get their personality, I see it. But just some of the decisions and how they think, I guess, yeah, kind of, it really bugs me. And then with this new, um, the new book that I'm reading now, she switches up too much. Oh, I agree. She switches up too much. I understand, like, switching up between, like, two or three, like characters like yeah. the switching the point yeah of if use. you're gonna switch more than two you have to do it really, really oh my well. goodness yeah yeah you're right because i actually Case that's kind of the, Reardon. that's kind of the reason why um i stopped in the middle of reading her latest book i mean it wasn't bad but it got to the point she was where she was like switching between the points of views of like 13 characters i kid you not and i was like it's finals week i can't deal with this so i just stopped i'll probably read it later who knows I mean, I liked her second series. I'm not that big a fan of the third series, and I'm not the kind of person to force myself through books I don't particularly enjoy. So, there's that. See, I am that type of person who would, like, even if I don't like it, I'll still, like, try to get to the ending because I want to see what happens in the end. Why don't you just, like, flip to the last chapter and read it and spoil it for yourself? I mean, like, Jordan, there are so many books in this world. That's yeah, seriously. No, I know. Like, there's no ending of books, and there's so many that are well written that, like, if I do if believe I just, her works are well written, though. Yeah. The the book that I read by her just wasn't that great, and I've read excerpts that was her of other first stuff. Book. I know, but I've read excerpts of other stuff, and I'm just not impressed. I've seen other authors okay. do I, better with their first books. I feel like so. I love Rick Riordan, but I feel like a lot of. His writing style, like I said, is geared toward middle school because it's a lot more simple. Like, I reread the first Percy Jackson book, and I was like, and I really loved it in third grade, but now I'm just like, I still love it, and it's still funny, and it still brings back memories, but I'm kind of like, oh my god, like, this writing is so, it's so simple, you know? And then the characters laugh death and everything. Like, it's just so surface, and it's really funny, and it's fun. I but, don't think so, but. Um, I disagree with you on that. 
How far did you read on him? I've read all of his stuff. Like the newest series? Yes. The Norse ones? Yes, I've read all of that. It's um, really good. I I don't know. I couldn't make it to the Norse series because I think I read like the first chapter in Costco. And <laughs> there's just Annabelle, like someone related to Annabelle. I'm like, oh, that's I mean cool. Annabeth? Yeah, sorry, Annabeth, my bad. Like, <laughs> really my bad. I kept forgetting about Percibeth. But to be honest, Percibeth, like, which is the biggest ship in the entire series, kind of annoyed me a lot by the end of his second series, The Heroes of Olympus. Like, by the third book, I was, like, done with Percibeth. I was like, I don't care what happens with Percibeth. I just want to know which one dies, you know, Leo or Jason, which isn't really a big spoiler because that's kind of the entire premise of that series. And then... I'm not going to spoil it, but, you know, I was really sad when I figured out who died. It was tragic. Do you even re- remember what happened? This I is do a, remember. This is not a discussion. <laughs> this Cassandra Clare discussion of what happened. This is completely different. We'll finish this later. Cassandra Clare sucks. Talk. That's the end of the real talk. So, according to Sophia Bender, there are two other people here. So, that's just one-third of the thought process. If you can't see, I'm rolling my eyes really heavily at Grace right now, but, um... Sophia makes premature you know, assumptions. I, they're not premature. I really did try. I tried my best, but you know, I'm, I'm not, sorry. Like how I wasn't far? Impressed. Like you said, you only read the first book, so you read the entire. Yes, and I started the second one. I'm just saying, like you can't declare. Like I wasn't impressed sucks. by the first one, but I was like kind of wanting to find out what happened. Still, see, I feel like you can read the um, like the not dark artifice. I wouldn't know what the, the infernal devices without getting spoiled by the um. The, the mortal instruments, and I feel like that's a I feel like that's a book you should read before the other one, only because, um, the sequence and everything, but also because it's one of her like, better books. I mean, better series. So it's her best one in my opinion. Yeah, it I'm is just not impressed one. with what I've seen, and I, I mean, no, I have not read all of her books, but I did give it a try, and I have seen, um, excerpts from her newer stuff, and I'm just. I'm not the kind of... I mean, I referenced a lot of books that I know I love right now, but that doesn't usually keep me from reading new stuff. I mean, I read new stuff all the time, but just with Cassandra Clare, I just wasn't impressed with her, and that's about it. And that's the conclusion. Sophia is still not impressed by Cassandra Clare. Jordan still loves her, and Grace is still somewhere in the middle. All right, well, you will hear us next time on Real Talk.